At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. How are you? Hope you're doing well. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi. Michael, I was just curious because I haven't talked to you for a couple of days. Have you scooped up your 10 year, $100 million deal? Because they're handing them out like candy across college. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just thinking Why maybe, not? maybe you found 100 mil laying around like Brian Kelly and Mel Tucker. Have you? Have you? Nah, I mean, you know, Amal might have, not me. I don't know. I mean, Amal probably has Amal got 100 mil of run on. He's got to be completely outraged. Does anybody put a seatbelt on Amal? I mean, he could be going crazy right now. (laughs) I mean, my Lord. You know, I'll say this. Look, LSU got themselves a guy who's proven he can win. My question is, and I said this on my podcast today, like, if I'm an LSU backer, what quarterback has he developed? Ian Book? I mean, like, where, you know, like, if you're going to win the Southeast Conference, and this prepares us for what's going to happen on Saturday, if you're going to win the Southeast Conference, you've got to get blue chip play from the quarterback. That's just a fact. If Georgia falls short, if they stumble a little bit, and I know they've got a great defense, and I know they're a good team, it's going to be because Stetson, Benson and Stetson Bennett isn't good enough. And I don't care how good you are at LSU. If you don't have a blue chip player behind center, you're not going to be able to go through that tough schedule and win. And so my question would be, you know, can Brian deliver that? And I don't want to hear this, Patrick. I don't want to hear, well, it's hard to get, you know, quarterbacks in college at Notre Dame. That's a, that's, that's a cop-out, right? Every quarterback who's a great quarterback has the academic standards. All of them do, Right. 
They are, and they all date the prom queen. They all have academic. I mean, it's all just all lines up. You can take the model right out. So don't tell me that they couldn't get the best quarterback in the nation at, at, at USC. They just didn't pick one, the right one. Ryan Day just added another five-star at Ohio State to back up. I mean, they just keep adding them over at Ohio State, so we shall see. It looks like Marcus Freeman, the 35-year-old, the hot young assistant, is going to be the next coach at Notre Dame. That's wow. a huge spot for him. That's a big I, – I, I hope they do him a solid. I agree. Because if they just send this poor guy out there to be a 35-year-old head coach with no head coaching experience, I mean, to be a 35-year-old defensive coordinator is a challenging job. To be to take on a multi-million dollar industry, which is Notre Dame football, that's a huge job. Huge. This has got disaster written all over it unless they do a really good job of helping him with his staff. Get him somebody. Hire David Cutcliffe, be his assistant head coach. Let him run the offense. You know, pick a staff that can help this guy as he learns to become a head coach, right? As he learns to become a head coach, let him grow within the job. Notre Dame's not a job you grow into. I think Notre Dame better do everything in their power to make this kid successful or else it's going to fall flat for them. Okay, well done. I just wanted to quickly check in to see if you got your 100 mil as we head into the new Thank year. You. You're welcome. How much is Kamara worth to the line? We just found out. So I was just talking to Brian Rogers about this. 73% of the money, you can find those splits at vcin.com. 73% of the money right now on Dallas, Michael. I woke up, it was five. It's now up to yeah. six. Circa just went to six and a, six half. And a half. And that's off the yeah. news of the tackle and Kamara. Two tackles, Armstead That's and right. Ramchek are playing. And defensive and ends. not going to play. And defensive ends. I mean, they're a beat-up team. I mean, this Saints team, as we've talked about it, people talk about the slumps of teams. People talk about, you know, this is what happened when they went to go play Philly. They didn't have either tackle in the Philly game. And Philly smoked them with their front. I mean, Dallas gets Cooper back. They're going to get Demarcus Lawrence back. Mm-hmm. I almost said to Marcus Grant back, oh, my God, that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> that was one of those, we got to have him. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. PTSD. Oh, oh my God. He's going to be great. DeMarcus Lawrence, DeGrant. Oh, my God. He was an Oregon State defensive end. He was so bad. Oh, My guess, my guess is he was week. fast. He was naturally fast. Yeah, he was fast. Oh, what a bad memory. God darn you, Patrick. That, you just killed my day. <laughs> I tried to hand you $100 million to start the show. I don't know about you. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, they're getting one side's getting completely not completely healthy. We should be fair. And the other side completely banged up. This is a big spot right now for the Saints and the Cowboys, yeah. frankly, both coming in on losing streaks. I mean, look, let's face it. The Cowboys, if, if I'm if I am Mike McCarthy, who's not coaching today, I'm telling Kellen Moore, look, let's get this first quarter. We get let's play from in front. Let's force them to have to throw the ball. Let's force them to get out of their comfort zone. Sean's not going to get away from the game, he, run game. He's going to try to run the ball to slow the game down. You know, but if he can't do that, if he has to start throwing and those tackles get exposed and the quarterback, who's really not prone to be a drop-back passer, and then all of a sudden the warts start to show up. So your the direct impact to McCarthy. Listen, this is this isn't his offense. He's not calling the offense. So the impact would just be in game or some sort of motivational tactic. Do you yeah, I, do you throw anything that towards the number as far as McCarthy not being present? Not really. No. And I, I think the only thing they got to do is make sure that John Fossil isn't trying fifteen fake punts. You know, block punt, fake punt, reverse punt, double fast punt. Kickoff return with a loop. I mean, you, get, you know, this guy, he's got every <laughs> trick play known to mankind. Somebody's got to corral him. Like, you know, like we're going to control you. Who's controlling him? To me, that's the number one job. 
Okay, so there it is. A, a total and, I, and I say that respectfully to John. John does a great job. Yeah, he's just great. That, you know, he's, but you, sometimes you don't need all great, you know. Sometimes you just need clean exchanges. He, uh, yeah, he was huge in Los Angeles, he, but uh, he gets a little too uh, involved, special teams-wise. Sometimes he gets a little too ahead of himself. He got and, every trick. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of tricks. Every he's trick got a big trick bag. Uh, so we'll get officially towards the end of the show here. We'll get your take on the game and get a lean on the game. But no surprise there, it jumped up to six, six and a half, right? No, no. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it closed right at the seven number. Hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, it's it's it, look. Dallas is the better team. My number for the game going into the game was my number was I had a two point nine three line, you know, and and that was not counting home field. So let's say we take that to four nine three, you know, I, I was right around the number, and uh, you know, and now it's up to now it's at six and a half. I'm sorry. Can you repeat your number again? I just missed that. My number was 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 four nine three. Okay. So you're and that it did dip to four four and a half ish. So your number was sitting right there. And now as the injuries continue to mount for the Saints, we we're, we're going north. You know, I would say that Peyton covers at about a sixty two percent rate as a dog in his career. But we could have said that on Thanksgiving when they got blown out by the Bills and the Bills they weren't had, coming in absolutely no on fire on either. There's nothing yeah, had, to that team on Thanksgiving. And the Bills didn't play good. I mean, that's the kind of the the the, the whole. The Bills turned the ball over in the first. They gave them every chance to be in that game, and there was no juice left in the tank for the Saints. I mean, this could be just one of those years the Saints just don't have it unless the Cowboys turn this ball over and make really bad decisions with the football. It's going to be a hard game. And you mentioned it looks like Amari Cooper activated off the COVID list. Lamb good to go. We're not going to have Cedric Wilson, but that I mean, the, one team's going to get two one, of your guys back. You get yeah. two. You get the two guy back. Two guys back. Pardon me. And uh, you got Dutch Schultz in there. I mean, you got you got enough weapons. Absolutely. The ki- the problem is is they need Zeke to be Zeke. Everybody wants Pollard to be Pollard, you know, to play more. But Pollard can't pass protect. So Pollard's a liability when he's in the game, and it's all pet. People blitz the pocket. And so that's a real issue. So Pollard, they have to use him, you know, in a certain way to where he's either getting the football. Defenses start to know that a little bit. Hey, he's in the game. He's going to get the ball at screen because there's no way they're running a drop-back pass game. He can't protect. You know, what happens to you sometimes is we get so caught up in in people defending the personnel formations, 11, one back, one tight end. Well, a lot of times with good offensive teams, you really look at the back to tell you what the offense is going to do. Go back to Super Bowl, I forget what number it was, when the Rams played the Patriots, right? The Wade Phillips said, okay, when Burkhead's in the game, we're going to play nickel. When James White's in the game, we're in nickel. When Sonny Michelle's in the game, we're in base or we're in, an, we're in a heavy nickel. Every back determined it, so it was hard for the Patriots. How did the Patriots get out of that mess? They went to 22 personnel, two backs, two tight ends, and flexed everybody out and got element on, isolated on the linebacker because Wade matched that with short yardage. So this is the problems that happen when you don't get a player that can multidimensionalize, play, pass, protect, and run. Dallas has dropped two straight, three of four. Again, 36-33 loss on Thanksgiving as seven-point favorites. The other way, the Saints lost four straight. This is this is an interesting spot for Peyton. Yeah, I, do, I do trust Peyton in this spot. I know, Brian, what'd you lay? Five with Dallas? If you got ahead of the number, you're feeling good about yourself because, as you said, I think we're going to definitely see six and a half 
dip above that six, and then you could see a seven. So getting out in front of this number was important. You know, they had, look, they could have won the Atlanta game. They give up a great pass to Cordell Patterson. You know, and they get the lead in that game. They fight all the way back in that game. They come back, and Patterson beats them on a deep ball. Then they go and play Tennessee, and they get the uh, booger call on the rough in the passer. They right. fumble the opening kickoff of the second half. They, they basically cover, but they don't win that game. They, there was two they should have won. The last two, they haven't been close to winning. The last two, they have not been close to winning. And this is coming off a Tampa win. This That's is right. coming off a great win in Tampa in week eight. You know, they'll play to a certain level of comp. I thought they would have played better against Buffalo, but they have no skill. They have no Harris, the receiver. He's not going to play. If he's not in the game, it's hard for them. They have no juice on offense. Give me the one player that Al Davis, you just noted one, the one player that Al Davis was obsessed with, but you, the scouts, and everybody, when he wasn't in the room, Rolling your eyes, can't believe we have to take this guy. Then Al walks into the room and said, of course, we all love him. Give me the one guy that stands out to you right now. Oh, the number one is Travian Smith, the linebacker from Oklahoma. He can run. <laughs> and and he, he stopped progress. Like, I would say we should sign this player because he could really rush the pass. We have Travian. He can do that. It was so bad. So bad. See, what you lose sight of is the fact the player stops progress, too. I just really all I'm trying to do going into break is have you do the Al Davis impersonation. That's 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 the cheat code. Harry Gagnon's going to oh. join us against all odds. Amal Shaw, you'll have your chance to take a shot at the $100 oh, million dollar man and more. We've I got a key wait. number on Monday night that's dipped below three. We'll get into that next here. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, do you, <laughs> you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the king of sports books, of course, BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app. Football season's here. It's been here. Download the app right now. Again, if you're in town, stop by any MGM property. Bring the Nevada State issued ID. You're ready to go within minutes. Got to be 21 years or older. Located here in Nevada. Gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, got you back here on a Thursday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Thrilled to be here. A big one tonight. I wanted to read to you, Michael, what Matt Humans, because mm-hmm. I know you love Matt Humans. He actually made this a two-and-a-half point game, and he did note in his write-up over at V. He did note that Ingram back is big for them. And he just, it's not necessarily about being in on the Saints. It's that he's down on Dallas. Dallas's defense has been slipping against the run and pass. And he thinks Taysom Hill's going to show a new element to this offense tonight. Well, I mean, I do think that's true. I think Taysom Hill gives him a chance to at least make some plays. He's much better than Simeon, and I think the head coach has more confidence in him, and he can make plays with his feet. He's hard to tackle. They have a full run game when they're in empty, let's say. You know, they still have a back in the backfield. So, you know, that's the thing people miss about quarterbacks that run. You know, when Lamar's in empty and nobody's behind him, you know, there's still a running back in the game. And so it creates a problem, and and you've got to be able to handle it. But I agree, the Cowboys have not played well. I mean, two of the last four weeks, they've given up over 400 yards of offense. Teams have figured them out. And, and what I think has happened more than ever is the last four weeks, they've only, held, they've only forced five turnovers. This was very opportunistic. They had a period there before the bye where they went five straight weeks of forcing two turnovers in a game. Five straight mm. weeks. That's hard to do. And so when those start to slip away and you don't get those extra possessions and your offense is starting to turn the ball over too much like they did two weeks ago against the Raiders, against Kansas City where they had three turnovers, it's a problem. You know, you lose the turnover battle and then all of a sudden your defense starts to look like it hasn't been very good. I mean, last week the Raiders ran for 143. The Chiefs ran for 126. Before that, Atlanta, who wasn't even in the game, ran for 103. So and then Denver came in there and ran for 190. I mean, they have had they've been vulnerable to the run game. Michael, I wanted to point out a book just offshore just went to seven. To your point at the top of the show, you think a, t- a few books could go to seven. The six and a halfs in the sixes. Now the couple six and a halfs on the board at 110, but the sixes are all juiced up to 115 for the most part. So to your point, we're headed. Up. We're not headed down. Yeah. Now, speaking of going down, 47 is a key number when betting totals, and we've just dipped under that 47 to 46 yeah. and a half. And I think that's uh, that's off the Kamara news and also the tackles as well. 
Right. They don't think New Orleans is going to score. That's right. They think this is going to be a 24-10, you know, 24, you know, 13 game. You know, I think that's what they see. And primetime dogs this year cash in at about a 64% clip, 23 and 13 to Matt Humans' take uh, as we continue along here. So, again, we'll keep you updated on that number. I think Michael's right. I think I see that seven offshore, and I see most going up. So we shall see. The point is, if you want to bet Dallas, you might want to get in on it. And you should have got on it with this morning when I woke up, but I saw a couple fives on the board. But the- I think it opened up. It opened at six, and then it went down to four and a half, didn't it? We didn't saw a four. Down, and then, we even saw a four. Yeah. Yep. I think it did move down to four based on, and this is where I think this is all based on injury news, not based yes. on people putting money down on certain levels, moving the line with cash. This is moving the line with injuries. I think the biggest thing, and then we'll move on from this, but I do think the biggest thing was just the listlessness that we saw from the Saints on Thanksgiving. That's a primetime game. That's where you feel good about Peyton. The whole entire country's watching, and it's just there really wasn't juice. They can't. They can't move the ball, Patrick. They got nothing. I mean, there's who's going to make a play? Didn't have Ingram. Didn't have Kamara. You know, they they don't have really t- Troutman's out the tight end. Right. I mean, they've lost so many guys, and now their offensive lines beat up. You know, and and Sean. I mean, God bless him, but he still wants to try to establish the run. I mean, I think he ran 25 times against Buffalo <laughs> when he was out of the game because he he knows he can't put his quarterback in a position to throw it all the time. There's been some stuff. You know what? You probably love it as an old school guy. There's been some stubborn coaches this year that have been dedicated to keeping that run. I'm thinking of the mutton chops in Atlanta and thinking of some others, even in losses. We've seen more of a commitment to the run this year, it feels like, than we have in the past. Well, I I think what the analytical people don't understand, I know there was an article somebody pointed out to me on Pro Football Focus about the why teams are still running the ball when it has no value. And and it does have value. It it gets your team tougher. Let's take okay. Then let's take the Los Angeles Rams. I was doing some work on them this morning. So last this year they averaged right around 24 rushes a game. Last year with Jared Goff they were at a solid 29, mm-hmm. solid 29 rushes per game. Their yards per attempt were higher. Right now this year they're way better in throwing the football. They throw it more, more touchdowns. But what's happened? They become softer. They've turned the ball over more. They've made mistakes. They can't control the pace of the game. They've beaten one good team. Now, I'm not saying it's because they're not running the ball. I'm saying it because they're not a physical team. And running allows you to become a physical team. And that's what gives you. So New England is going up. And I know you wanted to talk about this when we went to the break. New England is going to Buffalo. We know, and I don't want to step on your toes here, but it sounds like an 80% chance of snow up there in Buffalo. But it, it, you know, it is, it is December the sixth, and you know, there's you and I could have sat on the beach this summer in July and said on December sixth, there's probably an eighty percent chance of snow in Buffalo, right? I mean, <laughs> it, it just comes with the territory. So, I mean, if you go up there and you're not a physically tough team, how do you play them? How do you play them? Well, you can throw the ball in the snow. Yeah, you can throw the ball in the snow, but you got to run the ball a little bit too. It's hard to tackle. I, it, to me, it's it's a it, the running game gives you a physicality, a mentality that you must have mm-hmm. to be a complete team and win a championship. I mean, if this if 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 throwing the ball was the key to all success, then you know that that great Oiler team and go back and look at that great Oiler team: Curtis Duncan, 
Ernest Givens, Mike Rozier, Dean Steinkohler, Mike Munchak. I mean, all they, they had a pro bowl, who's who of talent. They never they got the one conference championship game with Warren Moon. They were never physically able to control the game when they needed to. It just gave me bad flashbacks. I love that team. I love the run and shoot. How great was that uh, team? Oh, it, it, and just chilling, Jack Party, just chilling. I just love that team. I love the way they played offense. Now, there was a, an absence of grit. I know that's a, ch- a cheesy term, but there was an absence of grit when it caught up to yeah. them with Frank Reich up in Buffalo, as you just mentioned. Yeah. They couldn't hold on to the lead. They couldn't put a game away. They had 35-3 lead. They couldn't put the game away. They had away. good defenders, too. It's not like they didn't have a defense. It's, the, the Chris just Dishman, a, I mean, no, you know, Dishman Ray Childress. There was this component missing. And by the way, that's two and a half. I want to go back to New England and Buffalo, but there is one just to circle back quickly on the Rams. I know you and Dave spoke about this yesterday on the Lombardi line. As you dug a little bit deeper today, if I were to ask you the biggest red flag analyzing that Rams tape who are laying 13 and a half uh, this weekend against the Jags, what stood out to you the most? Well, they're not, they're not getting the turnovers that they got last year. You know, they're, they're not able to create as many negative plays. I mean, Donald isn't having the same year he had last year in terms of sacks. He's got six this year. But I, I think the other thing is that stands out right away is their inability to get off the field on third down. Hmm. On third down defense, they're not, they're not nearly as good as they need to be, and that's been a real problem for them. And so, you know, and, and so they're going through the season, and it's been really an issue. And and last year it wasn't severe. And last year they could even with golf, they could they could stay they could get off they could stay on the field and they could get off the field on third down. This year they can't. I mean, I'll give you the numbers. This year they're twenty fourth in the National Football League on third down defense. Think about that. Last year they were they ranked third in third down defense. They're missing Staley. Something really about scheme. Something about they that really specific miss Staley. scheme. They're yes, missing. they. They really missed Staley. He he was able to create the matchups, and then they can't really. You know, last year they were, last year they were twelfth in third down conversions. This year they are thir- they're thirteenth. I mean, they're no. They were better converting third down last year than they were this year. This is abstract, but you said something on Monday that I was driving home, and I'm like, he's hundred percent right. That game on Sunday in Green Bay. Never felt like the Rams, even when they scored, even with the bomb to Jackson, never felt like they were going to come back and do anything in that game, even when they were when it was a one-score game. There's something to that. There, they had complete. Green Bay was in complete control of that game. Chunk yardage, anything they needed, run everything. the ball, everything, whatever they whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do it, whatever they had to do, they were. And to me, that that's a real problem if you're a Ram fan. I agree. Because the Green Bay just grabbed it. They took it right from them. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I, that was a team I was high on. I was high on them this Sunday, frankly, the Rams. and I, I, I love the Rams. I gave them that was one of my picks. I mean, it was a horrible pick because I just thought coming off the bye, they would game plan. You know, the Packers weren't healthy. I said it on the air Sunday. The Packers, I thought, were the best team. But just on this day, I thought the Rams would have the better, ga- better game. 100% agree with you. Uh, we're, we actually, we're posting 13 and a half with the Rams laying it. I will tell you, most books are down to 13, and Westgate just went to 12 and a half. So while people this, are betting Jacksonville, I know, I know. God takes guts to bet. They're betting numbers. They're not betting Jack. There's no way you're betting my man Urban. No, you put a blindfold on and you take a look at that. That's that comes down to the number. You're right. Our buddy Harry Gagnon is going to join us. I wonder if he's going to do the hit from a hot tub. That's the tease. We'll find out. Against all odds, coming up next right here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM.
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the VSEN Holiday Offer. It's here right now when you sign up. $99 midseason special. It's the football special. College pro, everything through the Super Bowl. It's awesome. Also, you get 20 bucks to spend at the store. You see the tickets. You see the T-shirts and the hats. It's all there. VSEN.com slash subscribe. you got to hurry because it's a limited-time offer. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Harry Gagnon. I haven't spoken to Harry. We used to have him on the radio. This guy is the best. Against all odds is the podcast with Cousin Sal. At A-A-O-H Harry. He's the best. He joins us here on the Lombardi Line, Michael. We say hi to Harry. What's cracking, Harry? How are you? Hello, Harry. What's up, guys? How... Hey, guys. What's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Listen, hey, Patrick. Listen, I got to say, uh, I'm feeling, you know, I feel for you, for your Lions. I just, just want to let you know, I, I know that I thought about you during the season. We haven't talked in a little while, but I'm feeling for you with the season, pal. Thank you. Here you they are. play hard, Harry. They play hard. You know what, they Mike? Play hey, they're, they're, still, they're still playing hard for Campbell. They are giving it all they can, but, boy, they just can't pull one out. Yeah, they're, be- they're hard, and they're, they just can't play. <laughs> You know, right. it's it's been embarrassing, but your your thoughts are very well accepted, Harry. Harry, how you been, nice. man? Let's get into some of this. We'll start with we'll go we'll go to Sunday, then we'll come back. Actually, I'm gonna go tonight. You saw the number jumping up to six uh, with yeah. Dallas Lane. It this morning you could have got five five and a half. But Kamara's out. They're just banged up. The Saints. Do you have a lean tonight, Harry? Not you know what? Not really on this. I mean, look, both teams are on a slide. I mean, the Saints. Uh, we're winners of four or five. They lost four in a row. Gone on hard times. Obviously, with Kamara, uh, not, um, don't have a lot of production out of wide receiver crew that they have. The best receiver has 27 receptions. Um, with Helen here, it maybe gives them a shot in the arm a little bit here, but still, overall, I think it's too many points. Dallas has lost three of the last four as well. I, I think it's too many. Maybe too many points. They're shooting it up to six, but I don't have a lot of thinking. They've got a couple of flop plays that I might like later on. Uh, in this game, overall here, it's a bad play, maybe. Let's go ahead and bring Harry. We'll bring Harry down and get him on a better sell, Michael. But he, he agreed with humans where that might be uh, one too many points there as far as the Cowboys laying it. You know, I, 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 that was my initial thought. But then I keep thinking about it, you know, and where does New Orleans get to their offense from? you got to run behind the backup tackles. I mean, who's making plays? And, you know, the Cowboys are, 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 are I think Parsons will be hard to block. I think Lawrence will be hard to block, you know. And, and look, I know Sean's a really good offensive coach, and he'll, he'll do. But I keep, I've been, I've been keep thinking that the last two weeks, and it hasn't transposed itself. We got Harry back, of course, against all odds. Harry does a great job. If you guys haven't watched Harry, there's nobody more entertaining in the betting space than Harry. He might be in the hot tub right now, as we were talking about. Mm. You do have, as we get you back, Harry, you do have an anytime score from Taysom Hill tonight, plus 175, yes? Yeah, I like that. Why not? I mean, look, like I said, he's going to probably give this team a shot in the arm. Uh, They need some help here. He does have three rushing touchdowns. He had nine last year. And I could see this being like, you know, the Saints get down to the four or five yard line. The fake handoff, he runs right, walks it in like Marcus Mariota did last week against Dallas on Thanksgiving. So I like that at plus 175, Taysom Hill, anytime score. The go ahead, Mike. I mean, please. he's got to be the guy, right? I mean, Taysom Hills, you know, mm-hmm. he's gonna it's gonna be the hey, Harry, it'll be the Tim Tebow. Nobody carries this ball except me, right? <laughs> I mean, he's got to have it, right? Right. <laughs> hey, the, I don't know if you ran this by cousin Sal, he might be upset about this, but Zeke under 46 and a half as far as rush yards, <laughs> Harry. Explain that one. <laughs> 
You know what? He kind of likes this. I've talked to him about this. Uh, I gave this out on uh, Against All Odds for tonight's show, uh, tonight's uh, Against All Odds episode. I like over 46 map. Look, Elliot just hasn't been producing. He had, uh, let's go through the numbers here. Um, last week against the Raiders, nine carries for 25 yards. Against Kansas City in that 19-9 game, he just had 32 yards. And the Atlanta blowout, he had 14 carries for just 41 yards. Pollard's getting a lot of the burn, a lot of the yards this, 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 uh, this second half of the season. The Saints are third in the league in uh, uh, rushing yards against. Um, Cooper's back. Lamb's back. Uh, a lot of touches there that won't be going to Elliott. I like under 46 and a half to keep the streak going. Yeah, I mean, I think Elliott's not 100%. And I think this is good. You're going to have to throw the ball to run the ball in this game. I think the Saints, uh, other than, look, they have a hard time with Jalen Hurts in the, in the read option game. There's no doubt. Two years in a row, the Eagles have beaten them. That was my fault for liking the Saints in that game. I thought they would have corrected it. They didn't. But the Saints can stop a, a pure run game where they can get gaps and players into the gaps. So I think it's going to be a hard game for Elliott. Harry, the football, te- the football team's on a heater. We saw them Monday night, of course. They're coming here to Vegas. Uh-huh. Can't wait to get your take on this one. You're going to take the football team coming up on Sunday, catching two and a half. I, I, I am. I think it's kind of a fishy number. I think it should be a little bit more. I thought that might have been three, three and a half, considering the Raiders won on Thanksgiving. Um, look, Washington, really, they control their own destiny. Uh, after this Raiders game, they played uh, the rest of the schedule as the NFC East that's left on there. They've won three in a row, and they've done it by turning the defense around this season, guys. Four, last four games, Washington football team has allowed just 18 points a game. Taylor Heineke's five touchdowns, one pick in his last three games. He can manage this team. Logan Thomas is back. That's big. And, look, they're going up against the Raiders, who are 30th in the league in points against, and have just four picks this season. I'm rolling with the Washington team here. I, you know, I kind of, I, I, I kind of think you're right. I, I, I don't want to say I, I, I have Washington skeletons from early in the season when I kept waiting for them to kind of get it turned around defensively, but they have. I mean, since the second half of the Kansas City game, I mean, they gave up 21 in that half. They played brilliantly. They only gave up 306 to the Green Bay, and you can argue they should have beat Green Bay that day. I mean, they were toe-to-toe with Green Bay in that game. Turned the ball over, got a bad call on the red zone. I mean, you know, they were toe-to-toe. I mean, I I think I've been sleeping on them a little bit because of their early season. And frankly, since the great Chase Young, who loves to run past the quarterback, is no longer running past the quarterback, they've played better defense. Okay, I'll put you both on the spot. I'll start with you, Mr. Lombardi. Taylor Heineke next year. Yes? No. Oh well, he's just—he's going to be the quarterback next year. I think they're falling in love. I mean, this is—you know—this is like the summer romance. I mean, it started in August, it goes through school, and now we're in November, and now they're going to—you know—they're going to exchange Christmas gifts. I think there's no doubt. Did you just give the plot of Greece? I think you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's John Travolta? Tell me more. Tell me more, Patrick. Yeah, tell, tell me more. Me. Tell me more. <laughs> Does she? What? Uh, anyway, I was going to sing. Harry, your thoughts, Heineke, moving forward. <laughs> I like it. I like him. I, again, I, like I said, he can manage the team. And, Mike, I was going to mention this to you uh, on Against All Odds the other day when you were a guest on the show. But, uh, like I just said, though, this team, they play oh, Philadelphia twice. They play Dallas twice. Yep. And they got another game against the Giants. I mean, I've seen out there on some sports line, I've seen on some betting sites, them as high as plus 10 to 1. 10 to 1 to win the NFC East. I mean, this team right now, like I said, mentioned Dallas lost three of the last four. Philly didn't look good last week against the Giants. 
This Washington team is playing solid right now. I like Heineke. I like his attitude. Loved his interview after the game. I think this Washington team can still do damage uh, this year. And don't forget, look, they won. I know it was bad last year, but they are the defending NFC East champs. <laughs> yeah, they are. There's no doubt. I mean, at 10 to 1, you got to take a shot at them. I mean, you know what's going to happen? So. Here's what I would say, Harry. You're right. Because way, just hype, Sorry, let... But they also, they also rolled Dallas both times last year. I scored them 66 to 19 last year in both games. Yeah, and here's what's going to happen, I think, too, is if Dallas were somehow lose tonight, that 10 to 1 will go down mm-hmm. to 5 to 1. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Quickly here on Denver and Kansas City coming up Sunday night, you could still find a 10 on the board, and if you can, you'll take the 10 with Denver at Kansas City, Harry. Yeah, I wonder what you guys think, because I just think this line is way out of whack. I just do. I mean, the Broncos are behind Kansas City in the West. One game. And they're getting like nine and a half, ten points. I think that's just silly. It's not like Denver is just just barely sweep by in the game. Five of their six wins have come by double digits. Kansas City's just one three against the spread in night games this year. That's a Sunday night game. The Chiefs, last five games, guys, last five games, they've scored more than 20 points just once. Denver gives up the third least points in the league at 17 points a game. I just think I'll take the nine and a half, ten all day. I think this line is totally inflated because of Reed coming off a bye, Mahomes, mm-hmm. what the Chiefs have done in the past couple of years. I think this is way too big of a number. You know, and Teddy as a dog is always pretty good. You know, and and look, mm-hmm. I'm with you know Andy Reid off a of bye is what's driving this number. Plus, I mean, how many more times is everybody going to get get fooled by Kansas City covering numbers? Do I think Kansas oh. City wins? Yeah, but Denver's played really well defensively. I mean, their corner situation is back. They're actually they have played better defense since Von Miller left than when he was there. That's a great point. They really have. Uh, somehow uh, they've gotten better and really playing good defense. Okay, you mentioned it. Against all odds is the pod, Harry and Sal and the, and the crew. Michael, you were on this week. So if y'all yeah. want to go check it out, Harry, Sal, and Michael hanging out, you can go download it right now. Against all odds, that's the podcast. Harry, you're the best, buddy. Thank you very much for the time Thanks, today. Thanks, Harry. Anytime, guys. Thanks, guys. Take care. Okay, there he goes. We'll call him Grease Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the grease. We'll keep the go, grease go, thing. Go, yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, okay. I agree with him, by the way. I see a 10 still on the board in, in, at Kansas City on Sunday night. I mean, it's just wild to go into doubles in that I, game. I mean, I mean, I, I, I have it as a seven-point game. If I take it, I got to take, Den- take Denver. Okay. I Michael's think it's a little number. bit like the Cowboys. The, like the Cowboys, when, when Denver played the Cowboys, it was too much. The line was too big. Nine and a half, a couple of tens. Michael's number for Denver and Kansas City, seven. Just so you know, we're looking for that wiggle. We come back with someone who's got plenty of wiggle. Josh Applebaum next here, Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. 
And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, tonight, cash, lots of it, 200 bucks. Either New Orleans or Dallas scores a touchdown. You bet a $10 money line wager on the game. You're going to win 200 bucks if you're a new better over at BetMGM. Can't beat that. Eligibility restrictions do apply. You can visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years or older. But again, either team scores a touchdown tonight, 200 bucks right there, free bets in your account. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. My apologies. Josh is coming up later in the show as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Got my little rundown mixed up there, Michael. I I wanted to yeah, ask right, you, Patrick. It, we all we all do it. We all make mistakes. We all do it. I wanted to ask you. Yeah. This is something I thought about this morning. So we've got four teams on by this week. You got Carolina and Cleveland on one side, and you've got Green Bay and Tennessee, who have been a little bit more fortuitous on the other side. Maybe you can take us into how these teams handle a bye week when you have different fortunes. So, for example, we'll start with Cleveland, and you've seen a lot of like quotes coming out about Baker Mayfield, and even the general manager I saw came out and said he's our quarterback. He's gonna. He's a going to play his best football. Stefanski has defended not benching him. Well, they come out of the bye hosting Baltimore. This is a 6-6 six and six team that is trending the wrong way, specifically on offense. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, there's a lot of ways people handle the bye. Andy Reid's way seems to be the most popular. Give everybody the week off. Belichick is going to be the opposite. You know, he's going to give, you know, the players – as much the mandatory time that they must be off four days, I think the coaching staff's going to get two days off. But they're not—they're going to come in and do a self scout, analyze all those things. To me, it's—it sounds like it's a week off, but at the end of the day, it's really not. Now, some staffs have off time, but I think it's the perfect time, especially this late in the season, to recalibrate what you need to fix, to kind of work on the things that you have to work on to improve the areas that you know what you have to do as you face this this task moving forward in December. So I think, you know, certainly the players have to get their rest. I get that. The coaches, they need a couple days off, but you've got to do a little bit of a self-analysis. I think there's got to be a good balance in between that. So Cleveland heads to the bye. They haven't scored more than 17 points since October 10th. Like, what 
I'll put it, I'll frame it this way. What is different from the team we saw go to Kansas City and almost pull off an upset in the postseason to what has started to transpire here with the Cleveland Browns? Oh, I think there's no question it's the offense. I mean, it's their inability to really move the football and put points in the end zone. I think people have caught up to the scheme a little bit, you know, and and, and people have now decided how they want to play Mayfield. I mean, and it's pretty clear. I mean, it's really clear on what they're trying to accomplish. And, you know, he can't – he's not making those plays down the field that he did last year. You know, last year, you know, he was able to make a lot of big plays. He could do it. Now, his yards per attempt is higher this year, but you're not seeing the production. You're not seeing the ability. Last year, he had 26 touchdown passes. He's only got 11 this year, Patrick. Hmm. Wow. They're not throwing the football very effectively. You know, he's got six interceptions last year. He had eight. I mean, they're just not throwing the throwing the ball effectively. They don't have a they don't have a drop back pass game. And once you take away Nick Chubb, and all of a sudden you put the pressure on the Brownies to throw from a drop back pass game, he can't see. He struggles. He can't make the plays down the field. You know, it, it's really clear. It's as obvious. And and when they don't get big plays, when they're not able to get those chunk plays. You know, 60 yards, 70-yard touchdown pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones, a big run by, you know, they're, they're, they can't score. They get the ball in the red zone. He can't fit it in there. They, they, they have struggled to do that. I mean, you score 13 points, again, I say this respectfully to you, against the Lions? I mean, come on. <laughs> I know. It's embarrassing. Can we throw that graphic up? I like that. So we can. this will show you the narrative as far as the Browns. To make the postseason right now, they're plus 275 at yes. They're minus 350 no. This team has completely nosedived. And by the way, it doesn't get easy coming out of the bye. They're going to be hosting Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, and Baltimore didn't play well. I mean, Baltimore gave them every opportunity to win that game the other night. You know, four turnovers. They did everything in their power to help them win, and they couldn't do it. So, for me, this is a real issue. I mean, they can't put the ball in the end zone. They don't have – he hasn't been able to demonstrate that he can physically make the plays that he has to make and throw it from a drop-back pass game. Look, we can talk about last year was different. It really wasn't. When the game was 21-17 in Kansas City with five minutes to go in the game, and they had the ball, the Brownies had the ball, they had a chance to win that game. They went four plays and got a first down, and then they went three plays and couldn't get out. The first play, they throw a swing, incomplete. When it became third and ten, they couldn't make a play. This is what happens to the Browns. This is one of the the byproducts of running this outside, inside, tight zone scheme that they run is is you're not able to have a very sophisticated passing game. And it happens time and time again. It just doesn't get noticed, but it happens if you understand the game of football from a technical standpoint, you see it. Force them to play a drop-back pass game. Make Mayfield play from the pocket. But the problem we have in most most of the – not all these teams do it. They just play them as if they're – but lately, that's not been the case lately. Lately, I mean, look, they scored 41 against Cincinnati. Cincinnati turned the ball over, and they gave up big plays. But since that, they had – you have to go back to the Chargers when they scored 42. Another game of strictly big plays. What would you say to Stefanski – now, again, this is organizational. Generally, the quarterback situation is going to be an organizational decision. But when to go to Keenum, who you should feel confident in, is a really interesting question. You know, I mean, to me, I, I think they've probably had these conversations. And I think for them to bench Baker, unless it's a legitimate injury, they're, they're sending a bad message to their team. Hmm. 
you know, because he's the captain. And Mayfield hasn't played horrible, but he hasn't won the game. Right. And do you think Keenum could win the game? I mean, Keenum came in against the Broncos. He scored 17 points. I'll tell you what was horrible. That 16-10 game we watched between Baltimore and Cleveland. Was that about as oh. ugly? I mean, that was... Both teams trying apt. to lose. Both teams you know, trying to hand it, hand it to the other. And Tucker was sensational. I mean, he makes that field goal late in the game. I mean, look, Tucker won't get any MVP votes, but the, but he's one of the most valuable players in the league. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, a newsflash, yes, Steve Adazio, the head coach of Colorado State, just got fired. That's not surprising. You were shocked that he got the job at Colorado State in the first place. Shocked. Shocking. Really? After, what, after the way it the ended at BC? Right, and the AD that hired him was was fire, was there with him, so he knew him. I'll give you, an, I'll so, one up you on breaking news. This will make you laugh. I think that I think your son Mick is younger than this guy I'm about to tell you about, and he's young. Uh, Adrian Martinez has entered the transfer protocol. He's going to leave Nebraska. How does he have a year of eligibility left? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Can we do some research on that? I I, I mean seriously, Mick's, Mick Mick is younger, and he's coaching the receivers there in New England. This is anyway Adrian Martinez, and that you know that's a pretty good as far as Colorado State. That's it's been a stepping stone for coaches to get jobs. It's not a. It's a good job, no, no doubt. I mean, and they waited till today to do it because his buyout before today was five million. After today, it's two. It's two three million. Well, so he they got ejected. I'm sorry. He got ejected from. I was just thinking as you told me that he just got booted from the last game he coached. The officials threw him out. So I don't know if it's some insubordination or what. No, I mean he's. I think it's four and twelve over the last <laughs> yeah, that, uh, sixteen games. <laughs> I think that'll do it to you. Yeah, hey, four and twelve. That don't sell. No, the. So Boomer Sooner, obviously, your boy went to USC. So there's been some conversation about Matt Rule. He's not leaving Carolina to go to. What I what Norman. I tell people all the time is, if Matt Rule didn't take LSU, why would he take Oklahoma? Thank you, thank you. I mean, it makes no sense. Like yeah. if he didn't take Oklahoma, I mean, if he didn't take, L- I mean, LSU is the is the or USC. If he didn't take one of those two jobs, and he could have had either one, I'm sure. You know, then why would he take? Why would he take this one? I totally agree with you, and I bring him up because at five and seven, headed into the bye, and they're going to come out, and they're going to let's see, they're going to host Atlanta. So it's not time to give up on a team that's five and seven. Obviously, what does Carolina do, and what's their approach to this bye week? Well, the approach is we've got to fix our offense, right? We've got to get some plays in the passing game. We're not going to have McCaffrey, so there's no sense in hanging our hat on that. We've got to figure out what we're going to do run game. We need, we need direct runs, no more outside zone. We don't have our best outside zone runner. We've got to run direct runs, and we've got to find a way to get Cam integrated in the offense with his feet and let him run the football a little bit, get into a lot of, a lot of RPO stuff, and try to throw as many easy passes as we can to help compensate that we are not going to have a great pass the game. Run the New England offense from last year and see if we can do it. Green Bay, Tennessee are the other two teams. Green Bay is going to come out and they're going to host Chicago. Tennessee is going to host Jacksonville. So both teams thinking uh, right now ahead should be able to get healthy there. And that is that the bye coming late in the year. What an opportunity if you're a team like Green get Bay healthy. and yeah. Tennessee get to get rest. healthy, right? Yeah, you get some rest. I think it's really important. Have yep. Have you actually, you, you and Berman should probably throw your names into the transfer protocol just to see if it sticks. Because at this point, yeah. everybody's in the transfer protocol. No doubt. No doubt. Everybody. Uh, good players are in it, too. I mean, there's a ton Spencer of good Rattler, players in there. He just got, obviously, the quarterback. Is quarterbacks. he a good player? 
Is he a good player? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't ask a, an Oklahoma fan right now about old Spencer. All right, we shall see. We continue along here. We've got our mall coming up as well in the next hour on the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.